Hey, this is Cole. And this is Steven. And this is the Bits and Pieces podcast. We're on season two, episode something. I don't know. I'm not even keeping track anymore. We're just having a good time. Steven, what do we have for the viewers today? I'm not sure what episode we're on either, actually. that's uh, I, sh- I really should know that. But um, first off, this, uh, this episode is brought to you by Zap Train, per usual. Um, it's a revolutionary fitness idea that has come to life for all people that want to achieve their fitness goals. All you have to do is go on the website or the app. Choose a fitness category that aligns with your goals and choose from a list of certified personal trainers that can help you achieve them. Uh, you choose a trainer no matter where you are and you get all your meals and workout plans sent to you um, as well as an opportunity to do all of your training, track all of it through the app. Uh, Zap Train is live and up now so you can get it on the App Store um, and you can get started today with 50% off for your first month. Um, yeah, so on the uh, agenda today... Cole recently went on a cage diving shark trip. We're going to talk about that. I just finished uh, first semester law school finals. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, Cole's idea was to talk about what we would do if really confronted with a zombie apocalypse. Um, So that will be on the agenda today. And then just a couple current events to round out the show in the last couple minutes. So um, Cole, the shark trip. Give give the yeah. give the people the basics. Where did you go? I went um, off of an island off of Mexico. Uh, went with a company. I'm not going to mention their name. Um, Smart. Went out and basically was out there for for about a couple days, uh, just cage diving with great white sharks. So essentially, how it worked is we uh, we traveled out there. It was like a two day journey. And by the time we got there, we had a couple of days left to actually be there. And we would go down. You basically would get lowered in this cage about eight feet down into the water um, in great white shark infested waters for hour, for an hour at a time. And you do an hour in, hour out. There were two groups, group A, group B. And that was that was the trip for the most part, other than the meals, which were really good too. Oh, okay. Um, did any thing uh, – well, for, is, it, is it scary? I mean, face-to-face – looking at a shark other than what happened to me that which we will talk about where the <laughs> shark actually got into the cage it was not scary <laughs> did you know. did the size surprise you were they smaller than you thought bigger they were massive but it depended on which one you saw so we okay. saw one that was about 12 feet long that is a small one on the end and then um the biggest one we saw was 18 feet long which to give you a concept of that, if you were to look straight out, pretend you're, you're looking out uh, into the water and you're just to stare at one point ahead of you and you counted for like a couple seconds. So you just look out and go one, two, three, four, five. That's how long it took for its body to go through your vision and leave the other side. So from oh from the left to the right, you know, you could count that long, and that's how big. It was. I mean, of course, it's depending on how fast they would go, but yeah, there were some huge ones, and they were. I mean, they just literally got fat. They would just I mean, <laughs> overweight, obese, massive things once they get to be that big. That's what the the guys on our crew would call a mega shark. The megalodon. Yeah. Yeah. But one did actually bust into the cage, which it was sort of a freak accident. I mean, it totally yeah, was, was a freak accident. 
Yeah, one busted into the cage. That was horrific, um, but also the coolest thing that's ever happened in my life. No, like hands down, that was probably, <laughs> I mean, definitely top three, uh, some other cool stuff. But yeah, no, that was definitely the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me. Um, I uh, I saw that, the vid- you showed me the video of I when did. the shark comes in, um, and it's when its eyes go white. That is this. That's like the craziest thing to me. Like, I would be so scared. It was really that. terrifying. I'll break it down. And I'll make it. I'm gonna give you the quick breakdown. So yeah. it was our first dive in, which was <laughs> really was. stupid. <laughs> of course, you know. And it's the one time I also was like, well, I'm not gonna bring my GoPro because I want to enjoy it. <laughs> you know, I don't want to worry about filming anything. So I go down there, and it's at the very end of it. They, they knock the cage with this metal pole to let you know it's time to come up. And they had started knocking it. My girlfriend was climbing up. Um, and me and my other friend, Kyle, who's been on the podcast, was, were in the cage. And there was this other guy named Dan. Um, and we were just down there. And all of a sudden we see this 12-foot-long shark, which sounds very large. And it is very large, but is considered a small one for them. But it, to you, I mean, it's still massive. It's, it's 12 feet long, so it's huge. And, you know, there's no nurse shark that you see at the aquarium. So it's, it misses this bait that they threw out in the water, which did not have hooks in it. It was, it was totally, um, totally professional and they did not hurt the sharks or anything like that. And they didn't chum the water. Um, it misses it. And then it kind of like hit the boat with its head on accident and its eyes went white and I could like see the shock wave of it knocking its face into the boat or its nose kind of like shake it up a little bit. And it did a 90 degree turn. I mean, just a nose dive direct impacted our, our uh, cage and got its head lodged about four feet in. And so it was down there. And for those first like 10 seconds, when I, when it first got into the cage, I don't even think a thought crossed my mind because I just wasn't capable of it. It's, it's like getting in a car wreck. Like right yeah, before you're yeah. about to smash into that other car, you ask yourself, is this real? And that's what I was feeling in that moment. Like, is this even happening? Because you hear stories like, you know, happen and you're like, well, that would never happen to me. I mean, the odds that somebody actually goes out and does this and then actually has that happen is so astronomically low that it was kind of mind-blowing just for the fierce, the, the sheer statistical fact that it was even happening was just so shocking. And then the fact that there was a great white shark in the cage with me also was really <laughs> shocking. Yeah, that, yeah, that, as it would be. Yes, um, I remember just like it was stuck, and I remember staring down its throat. Its mouth was completely open. Oh, it looked like God. jaws, and I was staring down its, I mean, just to the black hole of its throat, its big, fat, white mouth, and its <laughs> teeth everywhere, man. I just oh felt bad God. for the guy, for Dan, because he was, like, way closer to it. Dan, it ran into Dan. It got so close, basically, that he, he shoved, like, slash punched himself off of the shark. It was wild. and wow. uh, But the weird thing is, after I kind of got over the fear of, like, holy cow, and I knew the thing was stuck, I was really concerned that it was going to die. Because it was... Cause I, jammed in there yeah it was totally jammed totally stuck and they obviously can't swim backwards i was like really like oh my god like this thing is gonna die 
and I'm the guy that came out here to enjoy this trip and I'm part I feel you know I feel responsible and I thought it was just going to be this whole debacle and it miraculously got out just miraculously uh, somehow managed to get out and it was it was unharmed but it was wild man it was the most bizarre thing that has ever happened in my life I just still can't even believe it when I talk about it I wish everybody who gets to listen could see the video because it's it I mean it was terrifying to watch so oh yeah um, (laughs) I don't even I can't even begin to know what it was like to actually be there but um yeah I don't even know how to describe it I I sound like I'm schizophrenic or like I'm crazy like whenever I try to describe (laughs) it because I don't know how to explain how I felt it's just like not you don't have normal human emotions rushing through you at that moment that's just like not even that's not even on the psychological map for anybody so no i mean just, even going on that trip you don't yeah you don't expect that to happen um no you don't i mean other than that it was extremely peaceful which is weird to say i mean like it was just really a beautiful experience yeah other than the near uh murder it was yeah, other than extremely that. peaceful yeah <laughs> um, the, yeah yeah it was, other than that, it was good <laughs> well i'm glad it was fun um i know you were really excited about it so um, was yes yeah, awesome. yes the weird thing um one last thing about it because i don't want to talk about it too much it was really weird like the the sharks were ex- other i mean they were shy like it was really weird they were uh-huh. these massive gigantic creatures that could absolutely eviscerate anything right but they would get nervous kind of like when they would toss the bait out which would only be like like two or three pounds it would just lightly rock the water above them they would kind of shy away from it and they would they'd come up to the cage and they'd check you out and you can't ever really see this in pictures but they actually they have like a a very detailed eye it's not all black and you could see as they would swim swim past you um they would they would make eye contact with you it was the weirdest thing ever but it was very very calm peaceful I did not very know beautiful that. i had never heard that about the eye oh yeah yeah it's got like a like kind of a almost an, like an iris inside of it it's very weird um but what i mean definitely by far the coolest thing other than it getting to my cage was just watching them emerge from the depths because their camouflage is so good you you know you're you're in a cage suspended over an abyss right which is all mm-hmm. the other scary part because if it breaks you're you know you're gonna sink to the bottom which is like like a you don't hundreds and hundreds of feet yeah. you're dead uh and you're on their way you're on the way yep. back up is through sharks but you would see them emerge from the murk below and it was just the eerie eerie really weird thing but they're very graceful it's kind of weird you're in their realm and you gave me a lot of respect for him because you were just in the territory of a you know they're the rightful king of that area uncontested i mean nobody messes with them i mean yeah no, I mean they definitely the demand a great chain. respect for sure. Yeah. Um, one last thing, which was the wildest thing I think, other than the shark. Um, there was a shark there that had been tagged that had been to Guadalupe Island off of Mexico, all the way to Hawaii and back in a single week. What? Yeah, yeah. Just like a cross-country shark. Yeah, it was, I mean, incredibly, like, they are so smart. The thing was able to navigate across the world, basically, in in a week and back. If Nemo could do it, then a shark probably could, too. Oh, yeah. 
It's weird because we don't even know how they do it. They just they just know how to do it. Well, probably same way Nemo did it. They get in the the turtle thing, mm-hmm. that portal turtle thing, and they the just turtle. zoom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like it. that. <laughs> and they just yeah they fly through it with the the squirt the little turtle, and the yeah whatever. I don't know. I need to see okay. that movie again because I'm clearly yeah. Well, it's somehow how it works. Not remember I think. It, but I I think it has something to do with that. Oh, I I hate to do this. One last thing. I did. This is, it was really uh, weird. For those counting at home, this is the fourth one last thing about the this shark. Is a, <laughs> but no, this one's really weird. This was the okay, other weirdest okay. thing. Is like we, I was, <laughs> I was down there in the cage, and I, I saw Mark Cuban and Kevin O'Leary swimming together. <laughs> oh, shut up. Below. Oh me. my god. <laughs> oh my god. All right, I was really. <laughs> you were, you were waiting for that. Wait, no, wow. I just came up with it last minute. I'm actually pretty proud of it. Okay. You know what? I'm proud of it, too. There you go. Um, well, Steven while, had his own sharks to deal with, though. Yeah, while you were uh, in Tropical Paradise, I was uh, back here studying for law school finals. They were terrible. But for a good reason. For a good reason. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, they were they were awful tests. They're very uh-huh. hard. Um, my final answer on my last one was ten thousand words, um, which is just an amount that no human should have to type. Um, is, on a time oh, okay, limit. you typed it. I was that was gonna be my question. Was it handwritten <laughs> or typed? <laughs> if it was that handwritten, would first, I would still be. We both will it. be leaving your hands painful, <laughs> but for sure, you know that's not good. <laughs> um. But honestly, I just, I don't, um, I've decided, I don't know why nearly every test in like college is not open book because when will you not have access to a book doing your job? Incredible point. Like I, unless, unless you're even like a surgeon, you could like have a book like you'd be a slow surgeon that would they probably do. be the, they use yeah. webmd that's yeah they just google yeah if they're short-staffed um i mean one person can't memorize all that information and they they never will have to like one person never has to memorize all that if that's what it just drives me crazy because i'm like why do i need to memorize this if no most lawyers don't even memorize it yeah because you go into a specific field of law and even then you don't even yeah, they don't um, memorize that then. What do you think you it's might... trying to do? What do you think that law school and these finals are? If that's not the point, well, the first the first semester is... of law school is completely just to weed people out. Um, it's like very clearly just like kind of geared towards scaring students and like making sure that they'll stick with a really hard thing. Um, so they throw a lot at you at the beginning for sure. Um, that seems to be a lot of those more uh, higher up degrees seem to do that. Yeah, it's it's not exactly moral, I don't think, but um, I mean, I actually explicitly remember you telling me that you think it should. <laughs> you thought it was abuse. <laughs> yeah, it it borderline is <laughs> like to a certain degree. It's people just paying to get like berated. Um, but, I mean, it is what it is. I feel like 
as time goes on, especially um, with our generation being maybe a little softer, um, things like that might might start to shift a little bit. But um, law school finals sucked, but they're done. Um, I've never been happier, I don't think, than <laughs> after my final one. I really haven't. Um, I've been basically celebrating ever since. Um, and then I guess I'll just go back, right? Now, how the hard was the, uh, were, were, were the weeks before that or months before that? I mean, what, they was, did, what did it look like for you? They, I mean, they did give us basically the two weeks. Like, we didn't really have class the two weeks leading up to finals. Okay. So that was nice. That was because if we were to still have class teaching us things that were going to be on them that soon, there's just no way. Um, but I mean, I would, I spent easily more than 60 hours a week and easily more than 60 hours a week in the library, probably much, much more. Um, but I also, I don't know if you're like that, like I can't study at home. Like I have to go somewhere to do it. Oh my God. I'm the same um, way. I don't know where it is. I just, if I'm on my couch, there's just no chance that anything is going to be learned. Um, but well, because you you have so many distractions right there yeah right and, and I the mean, atmosphere you know it just doesn't really feel like steady place i've thought about just leaving my phone at home when i go to the library hmm. but then i always it always just runs through my head like if there was some emergency of some kind that's true um, seems to be the reason nobody can give up their phones but it also I mean, what are the odds that an emergency would occur in that one day that I would leave it? But, um, yeah, True. I mean, that's that's about all I got. Final suck, but they're done. We did it. They're done. Um, we did it. And yeah, you're we, gonna we're gonna hang out soon, and you're gonna yes. you just get to take a big, long, well deserved break. I bet your break feels significantly better than other people's breaks because of how much work you put in beforehand. This, I mean. The pure joy I wake up with, knowing I don't have to do anything for like the past week, has been. I mean, it's unmatched. It has. I. I'm sure. I've. You must feel like you got out of prison. Yes, base. I mean, basically, like my my family and girlfriend probably feel the same way because I was talking to them so little because I was just always studying um so yeah i'm free um first day out but yep that's that's what i've got on that um we can move it over now to our more (laughs) open-ended topic i don't know what made you think of this but you've been wanting to talk about it for a while so um what would i think it's always interesting to come up with these scenarios what would you do in to clarify, is this this apocalypse or the hypothetical apocalypse we're talking about? Is this a zombie thing? So that's the question within the question. We got to define that. I, I was thinking zombie, but we have to then define like what kind of zombie apocalypse. Um, which yeah, I give the honor to you. Let's say you set up the scenario. Okay, so pretty. Tra- if we're doing the zombie one, then pretty traditional. Like they're mm. not, you know, they're not really running up on you. They're kind of just slowly roaming throughout. Um, 
yeah, there it's normal zombies. There's no crazy I am legend. They're not vampires or something. Like they're they're just zombies. They roam around. They're a threat if they're close. But and it's just not like you don't know what's a zombie or what's not. Like it's pretty clear. It's like the movie definition. Mm, so Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, yeah, Walking Dead where it's not like they're going to swarm you like that. Oh, okay. All right. Well, um I have I purposely haven't thought that much about the answer. I kind of wanted to try and come up with it on the fly cuz I feel like if you were in that situation you you know, unless you're kind of I don't know, really weird and well prepared, you I mean, you would be thinking about it on the fly. It would just be happening, mm-hmm. you'd have to figure it out. So Yeah, yeah there's mean, a couple different things. I mean, I don't know if you remember our plan that we made, which was where we were all going to meet up if this did happen. When when did we make the plan? Oh, my God. Dude, this whole question was just a ploy to find out if you really cared. <laughs> and I, you completely <laughs> failed. You don't even we, remember. Did we come up with it at your old house? I remember talking about yeah, it. Yeah, but we renewed it about the new one. Like, oh, any time okay, I okay, see yeah, you guys yeah, and yeah. it's been a long yeah, time, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, do you remember the plan? Okay, yeah. We all meet at your house. Yes. Okay. Because we've got I, some I remember land. It's, that, like, defendable. Yeah. yeah, but I thought about that. Like, also, lack of neighbors. Like, if you get trapped there... But also, yeah, what are the odds that the zombies are going to find that one house? I, I think that's so. And I, your your uh, family has weapons. We do. Okay. I, I have see, a weapon. So. I have no... Uh, the You were there the only time I've ever shot a gun at a range. I have little to no experience. I think I would be more of a melee weapon slash melee weapon hit, guy. hit, hit things with my car type of guy um okay yeah yeah although i mean i really i have thought about it a lot like i feel like i would feel the safest in a car with a decent amount of gas yeah definitely i mean i can just say there's even just a ton of them i'll just boom just drive through them um, true in my kia forte so so yeah no you'd be good dude you'd be good i think uh the thing about that apocalypse is zombies wouldn't really be the issue, man. It'd be the people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To- totally. I mean, imagine government collapse. People can do whatever they want. It's like the purge, but all the time. Yeah, then it would be better. That's another reason your place would be better, because you wouldn't... You There's a chance you would, like, never see anybody else. Yeah, and the only other neighbors that we have around us, I feel like, are pretty chill. So, I think it'd just be the best bet. But, I mean, my personal, like, first steps would be... Oh my gosh. I mean, your first concern would be getting water. You have to make sure you can get water. Water and trying to get food. Water and food. Yeah, would, for sure. Would DoorDash still deliver? <laughs> no. No. Okay, well. I feel like the number one place to avoid, though, would, would be like the grocery store or a gun range. Because everybody place that has will supplies, try to go. get out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't even have a grocery store very close. No, not really. That's the only thing. Uh, but whenever the, I drive the land we have is like farmland. Where... We could grow. You can grow crops mm. there. Okay. Yeah. True. So I'd say like... the only bet is just to do that, or honestly, go to family. Th- this is my personal plan. 
go to everybody I'm related to and am close friends with and pool our resources together and form a group. Okay. That is, I think, the quickest way to set yourself up for some decent amount of security. I mean, basically, I'm, I'm, I'm all about that because essentially the only way that I don't die is if I find you. <laughs> yes. Um, well, I'm glad that I could help you. <laughs> I mean, that my my chances of I've I've fully accepted like my lack of inability as a resourceful survivor. Um, you know, maybe if I get really, really rich somehow, uh, I'll take the time to learn those things, uh, and I'll I'll do like a I'll buy like a doomsday bunker. There are real businesses that do that. Um, oh yeah, very vital part of the American economy. There's a whole TV show. I forget what it's called. It, uh, uh, preppers. Yeah, doomsday preppers. Yes. Um, yeah. I'll be one of those guys if I get enough money. Because why not? But until then, you're my best bet. Thank so, you. So I'll try. Yeah, I mean, I'll basically, I'll be just, I'll be dead weight largely. But so really, <laughs> no, I, I should be, be thanking you. We can eat you. Well, I again, even on that front, I feel like I'm not. I'm not <laughs> That's that true. I, That's <laughs> not super helpful. There's uh, at that point. I mean, no, man, it'd be it would be it'd be horrible though. You like, guys have never, horses. At that point, you would eat the horses probably. Before that, I was me. just thinking about that. I mean, Nina would definitely want to die before that happened. But <laughs> well, I mean, majority rules there. I feel like. Yeah, I feel like if you know, we're all gonna vote on it. This is... <laughs> It's going to be a democratic. I mean, that, I don't know. I do, I do think that the way it, things would run down is everybody that had food right off the bat would be, uh, would be the people that made it. I mean, it's just like starvation and other people fighting. Like you don't want to be in a major city. You'd be screwed. Major cities would be the, that'd be the end of you completely. And then, yeah. As far as it goes, it's it just a matter of having resources and not being stupid. And then being able to deal with it if other people show up. Also, you at your house, you have a lake, which... We have a well, so we get fresh water there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, your house is the best. It is. It's good. It's. I mean, it's, it's, it's not a bad spot for sure. There's, there's a lot of flexibility okay. there. All right. Well, I mean, I'm I'm glad we uh we got that figured out. Yeah. Oh, by the way, everybody, um, I don't live in America, so don't come looking for my house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's actually it's a treehouse, um, far far away, so you will not find it. Um. Okay. Are we good? We good on apocalypse? Oh talk? yeah. I feel like we're good on that. I'm glad. I'm glad for my own safety, honestly, that we could get that settled. It um, seems like you're the only person that got anything out of that discussion. <laughs> I was just <laughs> correct. No, I mean absolutely. That's correct. okay, and that's fine. Um, you know, I mean, honestly, Eric would probably give some very meaningful insight on this because he probably has. Gosh, I wish we'd have talked about this. Has man. you know written these out in detail? I'm sure. Um, and because Eric's insane, um, certifiably insane, so. 
he would definitely have a real well laid out plan for this. But he'd have the advantage. Um, on to current events. Um, lots of for, fun stuff. Yeah, lots of fun stuff. First off, Jesse Smollett guilty. Um, maybe the funniest thing that anyone has attempted to do is pay off uh, your cohorts in a fake hate crime with a check and write in the subject line of the check, thanks for your help. That is all-time just hilarious (laughs) behavior. (laughs) I I can't even... I can't talk about it without laughing. I, it's so it's, brazen. It's so, it's so bold. It's like you've so got to either ridiculous. be so stupid or so confident and arrogant that you just think you can't be touched. The I I I love that not even not a single person has even tried to suggest at this point after the trial. Like oh maybe you know it's rigged. It still happened. You you leave no room when you pay with a check. Wait, didn't he hire? <laughs> he hired other two, black people. He hired two brother, two. Uh, I believe they were. I could be wrong. They were two black people. I believe they were two Nigerian brothers. Um, what on were, earth? They were brothers. I'm like, trying to remember. Why couldn't he paid white people to do it? It would have been a lot South more South African. Well, nobody saw it. Nobody else saw it. Um, oh, okay. See, I don't know a lot about it. And also, he had no. Yeah, nobody else saw it. Um, and also he had, they had like a practice, they had like a dress rehearsal basically of it, um, that came out in the trial. Um, oh, speaking of trial, Ghislaine Maxwell also on trial right now. Um, oh, nice. Very cool. Yeah. I remember us talking about her surprising that she made it to trial. So I'm glad she didn't get, uh, you know, didn't get committed suicided. (laughs) <laughs> um i am too i am too i'm glad she gets to, <laughs> to stand up for herself um i'm proud of myself that was pretty good <laughs> that was good um but yeah that's uh that's what we got we got jussie um galane what else um wendy's but- doesn't have butter Oh yeah, you <laughs> did they just haven't had it for three months. Did they just Panera offer... bread didn't have stuff I needed either. They don't have a Panera bread. Uh the the one that I go to has like less bread than normal. They told me they're running out, which is <laughs> obviously a problem for Panera bread. That's an issue for Panera bread. Um, <laughs> there's there's shortages of so much food. Um and so and just and employees. Now. Seems to be shortages of everything. Um, because and I, common sense. I no all going joke, out the window. No joke. It was three days ago. I was out to eat um, at a Buffalo Wild Wings, and in the middle of the meal, our waitress just quit. Wow! In the, in the middle, I've never had that happen. Oh my god! But she, she That's just so quit. Amazing. There were only two waitresses working. It was like full house. And one of them just left in the middle of the meal. And our, the next waitress came in, and she just straight up said, she was like, sorry, I think uh, I think your your server quit, um, so I'm going to be taking over. 
<laughs> we're, like, we're like what <laughs> um but wow yeah that i felt did so you see bad her quit that she i saw her leave with her like apron thing still on she just walked out oh you can't keep the apron that's buffalo wild wings property i you know and why would you want to why would you <laughs> what isn't like a cool part of quitting like throwing the apron down yeah i wish know? like you would have seen that part of it giving them like more like the... i can't do this Giving them more like the lanyard and all that stuff and being like, hey, I'm out. I'm done. That's like part of the fun of quitting. I've never gotten to like quit in a cool way. If I did, I'd be mad if I was robbed of the chance to throw a uniform (laughs) on the ground. Really irritating. Yeah. Yeah. It's BS, man. She really didn't take her opportunity. She didn't she didn't use what she had. No, and now she's just got some stupid apron at home that she's They're calling it the great resignation. (laughs) <laughs> i'm not even kidding my 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 organization my organizational communications professor uh, was telling us that that's what communication scholars are calling it the great resignation i mean i nobody wants to work i don't i think that people probably do deserve better they deserve better wages they deserve less oh, for sure. absurd hours um but quitting on mass is actually making that is that kind of making it worse? It's making the hours worse for sure. Well, it's making the hours for the so people that are people. still working, but businesses are those. A lot of fast food companies are slowly starting to. Chick Fil A pays like fifteen an hour now. Everybody always paid like that. They were like four. They were like thirteen, thirteen or fourteen, right? They went from ten to fifteen recently. Oh wow! Okay. Um, and that's crazy that any seven twenty five is like a, a ridiculous. Yeah, that's so dumb. I worked. I worked in. I worked minimum wage food for a long time, and I was in high school, and I just never really thought about it. But looking back, the how little money you made for working like a whole day was it was kind of insane. Think about um, the joy you had. Yeah, the thing about Pride. that is I, had, I had none. Dog. I oh, I did eat a lot of free food. Yeah, so, man, that makes it that makes it fine. But I don't think I ate nearly what i could have been paid like i would have taken less food for more money i think it's a tough it's a tough debate but i think yeah i think i would have taken a little less food for a little more money did you ever work minimum wage oh yeah you I mean, uh, well actually at, at the market I'm not gonna well, name it, but the, uh, the little... uh, yeah i think i was paid minimum wage there and then uh my last job <laughs> i mean I made commission, but I was only making eight bucks an hour. Yeah, I mean, well, if you if you get paid tips, they don't even have to give you seven twenty five. You get like yeah, that's ridiculous. Like Two dollars an hour. How are we gonna solve? I mean, I know this podcast is about solving the world's problems. Like, how how would you solve that? I mean, if you had a magic wand and you could do it, and we could end the we could end this podcast on this positive note, because then obviously the millions of people that listen to our podcast will go out and implement this change. So why don't we just solve it now? Um, well, if anyone listening to this podcast is uh, high ranking in a uh, global corporation, raking in billions of dollars every month, I would say pay your workers uh, more. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be that would be because I I feel like they can afford to up the hourly <laughs> a little bit <laughs> for these poor people. Um, but 
that would be my advice. I'm sure a lot of those people are the ones listening to this podcast. Um, you know what? Actually, Spin Zone, most of the people listening to this podcast are college students. So in the future, when they become oh, yeah. CEOs, they will remember this advice. They will go back and they will pay people marginally more so they can actually have like a living wage damn i think i just talked myself into us solving this problem but it's just going to be a delayed solve wow there you go hey you know a little leaven lightens the whole love (laughs) what <laughs> what? I think I just butchered that. I don't know what it was. It, it's oh, I was trying to talk about that parable from the Bible where Jesus is like the kingdom of heaven is like leaven. You know, you leave it in overnight, and before you know it, it's the whole thing. Sure. But I just threw a bunch of random stuff in there. Yeah, I don't. I mean, so, I have no idea what any of that. <laughs> I have no idea what any of that meant. But that was. Uh, no because like because the change is going to take time it only happens a little bit at a time but if it's you know it'll be slow but eventually you'll just wake up one day and the wages will be good sure okay sure Uh, people will be (laughs) clamoring to work at chick-fil-a um the only other thing we had on our current events was biden's approval rating of 30 percent snow leiden (laughs) <laughs> wait what'd you what'd you say for the first name snow leiden S- snow leiden i don't know i just i just throwing things out there i forgot to take my medicine today <laughs> okay all right fair enough um who does how is approval rating decided who who votes I'm convinced that they go out and poll like 100 people and they're just like, all right, that's what America thinks. For a while, it was literally based on like phone call polls. Oh, yeah. That's they should indicator. just make it a an ongoing Twitter poll that oh never yeah. where the the results. Actually, so many people would buy bots for both sides. <laughs> there'd just be there'd be like trillions and trillions of votes. Not oh, even dude, that that's, many. that's totally fine. That's just like what it normally is. It, I mean, yeah. we'll just go back to the normal baseline. The you know, money wins it. Okay, yeah, that's you know what, good. Nothing. We're, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. We're slowly just going back, back in time, through going further in time. Mm-hmm. Metaverse. No, that that'd be a good idea. Hey, metaverse. That's uh-huh. the future. And I think. Maybe we can end the podcast episode on that note. <laughs> and we'll just say that the next episode will be in a completely different dimension. Um, Yeah, in the metaverse. Mark Zuckerberg's mm-hmm. metaverse. It's going to be where we host the next one. Um, You know what, for the next one, I'm going to research what that actually is. Because I have point. no idea. That'll be, that should be our next topic. It should be a mega episode with like four people. We we can, I bet we can. Me- I bet we can get Eric and Kyle in. Oh yeah, it'd be really good. We can. We'll. We'll talk about that. We'll figure it out. I'm glad that we're doing our scheduling on air. Um, that's always good. 
I know uh, we all love listening to that. Thank you for listening and have a great day. Um, but yeah, that wraps it up. So um, thank you guys for listening. I love you guys. Sorry for the billionth time that we never consistently update, but we're doing what we can. So uh, yeah. Make sure to watch out for our NFT. <laughs> Leaving it at that. All right. Bye.